The lights of New Corinth at night dissolved into the hard gold of the morning sun. Detective Nathan Perez drained the last of his coffee while standing in front of a window watching the dawn. He'd already been up for hours and was due in the morgue, but this brief moment of peace was something he needed. Ten minutes later, he stepped into the morgue. The harsh lighting beat a rhythm against the headache already blooming behind his eyes. He approached the table, nodding a greeting at the coroner, who had her hands in the dead man's abdomen. Dr. Lucille Walker was a slender, middle-aged woman with a no-nonsense air of competence Nate appreciated. Tell me you've got something, loose. The scene's giving me nothing, and I've been called in upstairs. Already? That was fast, even considering who this guy is. She pointed at the Vic's gray, slack face as she deposited the man's liver in a scale. Grimacing, Nate waited for her to note the organ's weight for her report before replying. Head of the local DMS testing facility, as well as his own private clinic. Friends with the mayor, yada yada. Yeah, I'd say this guy has some juice. You mean had some juice. Nate kept his eyes on Dr. Walker's face, instead of what she was doing with her hands and the body. His assistant says it doesn't look like anything was stolen, but he's going to have to sort through the mess better before he knows for sure. No murder weapon. I've got someone running his financials, but that'll take time. I'd really like to have something to tell the chief when I'm due in his office in ten minutes. Luz paused in her work. Blunt force trauma to the back of the head is the most obvious thing, plus defensive wounds. Definitely a homicide. We found a hair that's not his. Baldy here doesn't have any four-inch blonde hairs on him. Henry's running it now. Nate's grimace relaxed as his curiosity was piqued, one corner of his mouth twitching upward. Did you know him? You're both part of the medical community in the city. She gave him a baleful eye as she returned to weighing organs. I met him a few times, but I wouldn't say we were part of the same community. The tone of her voice had gone from workaday relaxed to tight and controlled. You didn't like Dr. Alan Forbes very much. How long have you lived here? Three, four months? Three. You're about to get an education, boy. Nate chose his next words with care. One of the uniforms volunteered a theory. That maybe someone didn't like the test results that came back. Maybe they wanted to keep, uh... Keep their baby? Luce smacked something that might have been a kidney onto the scale. Instead of send their baby to the zone? If that's the direction this goes... You might be real surprised how long your list of suspects turns out to be. The door swung open, and the lab tech returned with a shiny silver micro-tablet, not much bigger than his hand. Although younger than Nate, Henry Andros was already the assistant department head of the police lab. Wiry and energetic, he had a habit of moving almost constantly, and always seemed to be three steps ahead of everyone else. Luce said, Give it to us, Henry. The young man held a hand over the tablet. First of all, 
I want to stress that I ran the tests three times and got the same results each time. You don't look too happy with those results, Nate said. Henry said, you're not going to be either. He tapped the touchscreen. I'm sending you the preliminary now. Here's the basics. That hair did not belong to the victim. It did belong to a male, and there was nightshade in the man's system. A drug crime would be far preferable to the theory mentioned moments ago. Was there any in Forbes? Nope, Henry said. You ready for this one? Don't be a drama queen, Luce teased. The hair tested positive as belonging to someone magic-born. Won't take long to find them then, Nate said. At least that's something the chief will like hearing.